Hi, my name is Abby Branker from the Lunatics Radio Hour podcast. And my name is Michael Crosa, director of Jollyville Radio. We're teaming up to bring you a very scary special treat this Halloween. It's a story called Hello Listener, You're on the Air. And it's about a radio host in Malakoff, one of the towns next to Jollyville. We're very excited about this because it's going to be so different than anything we've ever done on Jollyville Radio before. Hello, listener. You're on the air. A collaboration of Jollyville Radio and the Lunatics Project coming Halloween 2020. Another episode of Spoopy the Boop and Chauncey in the Morning, the show that talks about anything but usually means nothing. I'm Chauncey Applegate. And I'm your co-host, Spoopy the Boop. We're broadcasting to you live from the Purple Street Studios at Jollyville Radio, KJVR. Hey, Spoopy, what do we have on our topic list for today? Well, Chauncey, we're into the fall, and that means Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas are on the horizon. Hard to believe, Spoopy. It seems like just yesterday we were talking about Easter. So true, Chauncey. Anyway, the fall brings lots of opportunities for families to come together. So today, we're going to talk all about feel-good family traditions in Jollyville. Before we get to that, Spoopy, we have some breaking news to report. It appears that recent solar flares have been affecting telecommunications all over the country. To help us understand this news, we have on the line Dr. J.J. Fickle, an astrophysical seismology expert in Washington, Virginia, to help us understand this news. Hey there, Dr. Fickle. How are things going in the capital city? I'm in Washington, Virginia, not to be confused with Washington, D.C. Totally separate place. Oh, sorry. Well... What's going on in the field of astrology? Astrophysical seismology, Spoopy. It's the study of spacequakes. Please keep up. Spacequakes? Is that even real? It is legitimately real, Spoopy. NASA reported that today a new X-class solar flare would be coming into Earth alignment. This will cause a tremblor in the Earth's magnetic field, causing electromagnetic reverberations to reach the Earth's surface. What does that mean for average and above-average citizens? You can expect to see compass malfunctions, satellite confusion, and storytelling tropes that break the fourth wall to explain plot points in radio dramas. Wow, it sounds like if we take a direct hit from that, it could cause a lot of trouble. Wasn't there recently a prediction that we were entering a long period of low solar activity? Making me feel confused. No wonder I don't trust them. Welcome back to Meaningful Malakoff Mornings with Bobby and Clancy. I'm Bobby Bradley. And I'm co-host Clancy Peachtree. We're broadcasting to you from KOFF in Malakoff, 88.3, The Call. Today's meaningful subject is the paranormal. And we're asking our listeners to call in and tell us about their paranormal experiences. Paranormal. Sheesh. Clancy believes there's always a normal explanation, but I'm confident our listeners will have some experiences that tell us there's a lot going on that we don't understand. Caller, you're on the air. Hi, Bobby. This is Clarice. 
for a couple of weeks now, every morning when I sit down with my cup of coffee, there are these ripple rings that come and go on the surface about five seconds apart. It's like a big, slow, heavy footsteps stomping around. But I live in a single level house on a concrete pad. Wow! Slow, heavy footsteps from an invisible source? What do you make of that, Clancy? Bobby, a couple of weeks ago, didn't they start to drive pilings for that new office building going up near Malakoff Business Plaza? That's just too easy. Clarice, that does sound like a plausible explanation. Thanks for calling in. Next caller, you're on the air. Hello, is that you, Bobby? Mom, why are you calling? We're in the middle of the show, you know. Well, I'm so sorry, Bobby, but I really need some advice and it's urgent. Okay, Mom, what's the problem? Well, you know that Halloween feast we've got scheduled for tonight? I'm supposed to bring the meat dish, but when I took the special roast out of the freezer, I just realized it was way too big. I need to cut it into at least a third in order for it to fit in the crock pot. Can't Dad take care of it? Well, he did think he could use his big power saw once the roast is frozen, but now he's at the hospital, so I'm going to have to take care of it myself. A power saw sent him to the hospital, Mom? And you led with the roast? Don't get upset, Bobby. He only dropped the roast on his foot and broke his toe. I called an ambulance, and by the time they arrived, he was already hobbling around without too much trouble. I'm sure the hospital was just going to send him home to walk it off. Oh, good grief. Okay, so why don't you just take the roast over to the Mega Mart and get them to cut it up? That's a good idea, Bobby. I'll head over there right now. Well, Bobby... I was pretty worried about your dad. When she said power saw, I imagine injuries of a very different kind. Sheesh, me too, Clancy. I'm pretty glad that he dropped the thing on his foot. Can you imagine how difficult it would be to safely hold a big frozen roast while trying to cut it with a power saw? Yes, I'm certain there's some pretty specialized equipment the butchers use to accomplish that safely. Say... Doesn't your cousin Stubby Mike own a specialty meat shop over near the water tower? He does butchery there, doesn't he? Uh, yeah. Mike's meats. He's a bit of a character. But your mom's already off to the Megamart anyway. Listeners, we're so sorry about that interruption. Why don't we take a commercial break before we get back to the show? Shapely. Translucent. Stunning. Announcing the all-new line of luxury glassware by the designer Robert Cheerful. You've always been skeptical of hypnosis, but you've never tried it. I am Dr. Volution, and I specialize in weight loss, smoking cessation, and bedwetting. The Dr. Volution Clinical Hypnosis Studio is located on Jolly Cop Highway, next to the hot tub in Corium. I'll be waiting. This is Henry Chadwick Jones from 88.3, The Cough. 
be on the lookout for a very special episode of Jollyville Radio coming this Halloween. Welcome back to Meaningful Malakoff Mornings with Bobby and Clancy. I'm Bobby Bradley. And I'm co-host Clancy Peachtree. We're broadcasting to you from KOFF in Malakoff, 88.3 The Cough. We're asking our listeners to call and tell us of their paranormal stories and testing Clancy's ability to explain them with reason. Next caller, you're on the air. Hello, Bobby and Clancy. My name is Rosemary. I live out in the ranch lands north of Malakoff, and for the last month or so, about two or three times a week, just after dark, I see strange orange, white, and blue glowing blobs dancing back and forth on the horizon. They start rising slowly at first and then, like a flash, suddenly just disappear up into the sky. More recently, when I turn on a faucet, I get a strange rattling, gasping sound before the water comes out. Sometimes I think it's even trying to say something to me, but I can never quite make out what it is. Dancing lights and whispering faucets? That's certainly pretty eerie, isn't it, Clancy? Rosemary, do you get your water from a well? Why, yes, Clancy. Indeed I do. Ha. I knew it. Didn't the Marfa Fracking Company just start some exploratory work up north last month? Those operations are notorious for inadvertently pressurizing nearby wells. It's usually harmless CO2, but it causes water systems to burp when the flow has been shut off for a while. And as for the lights, when they use their Schopenhauer to separate out waste gases from the valuable liquid fuel, They'll flare off the gas to safely dispose of it. You can get several different flare colors, depending on the exact composition of the waste gas. Well, Rosemary, it seems as usual, Clancy has a completely normal explanation for what you're experiencing. But perhaps you should consider contacting Marfa Fracking about your wealth, just to be on the safe side. Thanks for calling in with your very interesting phenomena. Next caller, you're on the air! Hello, Bobby. I'm so sorry, but it's Mom again. Mom? The Mega Mart refused to help me with the roast. At first, they said I needed a receipt. After I managed to dig that out from the bottom of my purse, the young butcher admitted that the butcher schools these days don't provide the necessary training anymore. Everything comes cut up and prepackaged from the big processing plants. She told me I needed to find an old-school butcher somewhere to do the job. Well, Mom, I think you're in luck. Right before your call, Clancy confirmed that his cousin Stubby Mike at Mike's Meats does specialty butchery. He's right around the corner from the Mega Mart, next to the water tower. Oh, that's great! Thanks, Bobby and Clancy. Sorry to interrupt your show again. It's okay, Mom. Next caller, you're on the air. Hello, Bobby and Clancy. I've got a real spooky story that I think is really going to top the list. My name is Blair, and I work in the meat department at the Mega Mart. There was a lady in here asking me to cut up what she said was a really big roast, but I know what it really was. A chunk of vampire meat. oof Nice try, Blair, but we know that lady, and we know for a fact that it is a big pot roast and not part of a vampire. Next caller, what's your story? Hi guys, I just wanted to let you know I got the roast cut up. Mike's such a lovely man, very respectful and quick. 
said he'd cut anything. No questions asked. Oh, that's super. Glad you were able to take care of it. Oh, here. I'll put him on the phone. Oh, that's really not necessary. Hello. Oh, boy. Hey, is that you, Cousin Clancy? Big shot radio host? Hey, am I on the air right now? Hi, Stubby Mike. Unfortunately, you are live on the air. We're doing a call-in show about spooky stories. You want to know how I got to be called Stubby Mike? Uh, no. Yes! Well, it was many years ago when the only options for a young man was to learn a trade or get a job at the bubble bath manufacturing plant. I knew the bubble bath life wasn't for me, so I got an apprenticeship in a butcher shop. One day, the sausage-making machine clogged, and I was trying my best to get it going again, but I forgot to cut power to the motor. Well, once I pushed the clog through, you can probably imagine the rest. Oh my gosh, what happened to the sausages? Well, in the chaos of getting me to the hospital, nobody ever shut off the sausage maker. Since it was a large shop, they didn't close, and they sold the entire run of sausages that day. When they realized what had happened, they issued a public recall. But nobody ever returned any product. So that explains Stubby. But where did the name Mike come from? Well, that's a long story. It's short for... My car is stuck at the shop. Okay, well, it was great having you on, Mike, but we really ought to get back to our show. The sausage was so delicious that my mother decided to double the amount that she put in the lasagna. And wouldn't you know it, it won the blue ribbon at the fall festival. My family has been passing down the blue ribbon double sausage Dutch oven lasagna recipe ever since. That's fascinating, Kitty. Thank you for sharing that heartwarming story here on Jollyville Radio. Indeed. It's been such an uplifting time here on KJVR, Jollyville Radio, talking about people's family traditions. That's about all the time we have for Spoopy the Boop and Chauncey in the morning. We go now to Community Beat, where we leave Jollyville to learn about real people doing great work in the real world. This is Jollyville Community Beat with Uncle Asar, turning the spotlight on good people doing great work in the real world. Let's go big time, people. Daniel Roberts, a program coordinator at Covenant House New York, the flagship program of Covenant House International, the largest properly funded organization serving homeless youth in the Americas. Daniel Roberts, welcome to Community Beat. Great to be on. Thank you so much for having me. Covenant House New York is the original Covenant House program site. Tell us, Daniel, how did it start and how many affiliates there are? Sure. Uh, so... We started, uh, Covenant House started up in the 70s, um, and almost from its inception was an international organization. Shortly after opening up the New York site, they opened up a site in, I want to say Guatemala. I believe Guatemala was the first uh, Latin American site, but it's expanded to, uh, I believe, 16 states, four sites in Latin America, and there's two sites in Canada as well. Now, Covenant House is far more than a homeless shelter for youth. So that's right, Asar. Uh, we are uh, we offer all sorts of services for young adults facing homelessness. Uh, in addition to a lot of the advocacy work we do, 
Uh, we also have outreach services. So say a person might be staying at a different shelter and they just need a, a place to shower, a place to get grab clothes, a place to get enrolled in uh, uh, food stamps or SNAP benefits. Um, we offer outreach services like that. Uh, we additionally do work on uh, getting uh, young adults uh, into work readiness programs, some of which are done internally, but uh, we also connect them to outside security guard trainings or OSHA trainings, things that can set uh, a youth up to really have a lucrative career and break the cycle of youth homelessness. Uh, in addition, um, uh, especially at Covenant House New York, we're extremely lucky to have an incredible mental health team uh, to help young adults who are dealing with uh, chronic mental illness, or even if just a youth needs somebody to talk to. The young adults we work with have extensive trauma histories very often. Um, and that's something that we need to, uh, that oftentimes they just need somebody to reach out to, somebody to talk to. Uh, and that's a service we provide as well. Candlelight Vigil, Sleep Out America. These are two annual Covenant House events. Hit us with the details. Uh, so Candlelight Vigil is a huge event that we do uh, in New York every year, and we actually do across all of our sites. It's uh, essentially a, a vigil that we hold for folks who haven't, uh, who are still facing homelessness. So the, the youth that's sleeping on the subway, uh, that isn't at Covenant House, we hold the Candlelight Vigil for them. Uh, and oftentimes it's done in conjunction with uh, the largest sleepouts that we do for the year. We do all sorts of sleepouts through the year, but the sleepout is essentially a, uh, a night where uh, folks who fundraise for Covenant House spend a night uh, sleeping outside in solidarity with folks who are facing homelessness currently. If a young person is needing assistance anywhere across the country, what number can they call to find the nearest Covenant House? Uh, so 1-800-RUNAWAY is a great service line. We used to run actually a hotline uh, for folks to call the Cove, but I don't know that that actually number is still operational. 1-800-RUNAWAY uh, is a, a huge lifeline for uh, young adults who, who are find themselves in, in a city without a place to stay. Finally, Daniel, Tell those listening who may want to donate or get involved the web addresses of Covenant House New York and Covenant House International. All the Covenant Houses have their own website. So if you Google Covenant House, yeah, Michigan Covenant House, Texas, uh, you would be able to get on, to, you'd be able to donate directly to that site. Uh, but if you were going to donate to the um, program as a whole, uh, which your money would get sent to Covenant Houses all over the country and all the Americas, uh, you would go to the Covenant House International website, um, which is just covenanthouse.org. Daniel Roberts, thank you for joining us, and we wish you the best of the best. Well, thank you so much, Azar. I really appreciate you guys having me on. I really appreciate that you guys have a segment like this. This has been Jollyville Community Beat with Uncle Azar, and dig this. No one can do everything, but everyone can do something. Peace. The creative team that wrote and recorded this episode of Jollyville Radio includes Uncle Asara Alcabalon, Emily Ansonic, 
Lizzie Brister, Michael Crosa, Michelle Darcy, Richard Dayrees, Brian Green, Alan Kay, Susanna Kay, Robert Leary, Matt Waite, and Kay Wise. But don't worry, this recording was made in accordance with social distancing. Special thanks to Jerry Robinson for providing the radio sound effects. Jollyville Radio is directed by Michael Croso with lead editing provided by Dr. Monse Santian and social media help from Amy Costa. KJVR Jollyville Radio is supported by listeners like you. To help us out, please tell a friend, post on social media, or leave a rating and review on your favorite podcasting platform. You can find us on the web at jollyvilleradio.com or on Facebook and Instagram at Jollyville Radio. Jollyville Radio is a production of Jollyville Brass Quintet, member of Austin Creative Alliance. We are based in Austin, Texas. As always, I'm your host, Jimmy Piecrust. We'll see you next time on Jollyville Radio. Proud member of the Podnuga Network.